Yeah, now you can you can, you can start now. <laughs> Already out the gate, having some technical uh, difficulties with some equipment I just bought. So we good though. We we uh we we here. <laughs> buck up, cheer up, buck. Yeah, we good though. That's all that matters, man. That's it. How you been, man? Shit, man. <laughs> Chilling. That shit threw me off. I had the perfect song to start this off with. What song was it? It was gonna be uh hold on. Oh lovely day. No. Oh shit. This is my beat. I wanna start off right here. Oh, give up the goods. My beat. God damn. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot you on you you think it's Robin season. I forgot. Yeah, I can't I can't relate though. You got it. Cannot relate. We out here listening to Onyx and Mob Deep and I don't know, dog. No, but pack your pocket before you leave my house. And I thought you were gonna do like an intro or something like like you used to do. I wanted to, if the music thing was working. Niggas gotta say something. Ah, right, well shit. Well uh welcome to uh <laughs> the Say the Podcast show. I mean, uh I'm I'm your boy D. Here with my good friend Spratt. And uh, we got a few topics that we want to talk to you about today. Um, just want to jump right into it. I really want to get into, um, because the NBA is still trying their best to come back, and it will be, well, it is June. So I'm, I really want to see uh, your feelings on that. I want to see your feelings on AEW and WWE. We're going to talk about uh, the state of our lovely country, you know, the usuals. We did a deep dive on the Joker. About eight months late. <laughs> hey, it's better late than never. Fuck it. Some music, especially the Freddie Gibbs album. I actually heard that last night. While I was chilling. It was actually really good. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it could have been longer. It's only like 35 minutes. But it was cool. It was a nice little number. I wanted to. That's something that I would have to, like, drive around with and things. You but ain't, You ain't going to get that far. I mean, ain't many places you can go nowadays anyway. I mean, then, then I saw you driving places. I mean, but a thirty-five minute—you uh, gonna put an album out? It gotta be more than thirty-five minutes. That's what that. What's that? Megan Thee Stallion keep putting out, and that's why they because none of her shit's albums. Like, I—it's it, crazy how you can have ten songs up there. And it's only thirty-five minutes long. I just feel like you could put, and I—I I like the album. I just feel like you could put more on it. Like, give me that thirteen, fourteen track shit. I don't. I was done with that low track album shit like two summers ago when Good Music did all that shit. That was really two years ago. Wow. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was two years ago now. Um, and then some more stuff um, sprinkled in, just a few things. Nothing really um, that important. I, I was telling D earlier, right before we, right before I hit record, um, I do know that there's a lot going on right now. There's a lot of protests and things going on right now. Um, I rather, like, I, I don't know what else needs to be said that hasn't been said already. Um, I don't know if you really want to get into that D or if you just want to go ahead and just stick to other things. But I mean, it is what it is. It's 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 kind of tiring doing this every time. 
and this shit happens so often now that it's kind of like I'm so numb to it now. It just it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's tough, but I mean prayers to to everybody involved with that city. And I don't I mean I don't I don't mind all the shit they do. Do what you got to do because the shit was trash. So if that's what it takes to to get shit done, then get shit done. <laughs> get your shit off. I don't care. Uh, they really leaving people no choice but to do these kind of things. Uh, try to be peaceful about it. They wasn't really feeling the peaceful shit. So now they, <laughs> they get the other shit. Like, I tell people all the time, my energy dictates. My energy isn't dictated off my energy. It's going off of the energy you give me. So if you're giving me negativity and static, that's what you're getting back. So it seems like these people uh, only seem to want to give negative, negative energy out and push that into the world, but they don't want any of that reciprocated. But if that's all you're giving out, that's all you're going to get back. So all that peaceful shit's over now. Uh, they gotta, and I'm. I was looking, just gonna touch. I was looking at videos from the protests and the shit for yesterday with the Target, and uh, for the longest, for most of yesterday, they weren't showing. They weren't showing us uh, everything that was happening. So initially, they were out there peacefully protesting. And then the police started shooting, like, tear gas and shit at them in front of the target. So then you see them put, like, carts and shit up to block from police shooting tear gas and shit. And, like, fucking the rubber bullets and all that shit. And the police go in the target and they go on the roof. And they're shooting them from the roof. So that's why the shit went left. People thinking that they were just looting targets to loot target. They weren't. <laughs> they were doing it because that's where the police were shooting shit from. So that's how you get from point A to point B. Motherfuckers wasn't just out there ready to fuck shit up to to, to grab some fucking $12 cardigan from Target. Yeah, but you already know uh, how the media's going to give that up. Yeah. They weren't just out there trying to... <laughs> you already know how they're going to twist that. You know Fox News is quoting Martin Luther King as if he just... He didn't talk about all the other stuff. You know yeah. how people work. You know how they, this works. They 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 just want you to to take the punch and don't say nothing back. Nah, this <laughs> that's not the energy we get. Oh now. yeah, no, these kids ain't giving that energy all. So, but I hope everybody remains safe through everything. Shout out to Denver. I saw they were trying to do a protest, and a girl just drove down the street real fast, and then actually ran somebody over and then back into them. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, but but the sad part is I'm still numb to that because of Charlottesville. Yeah, and I know they're trying to do, I think they're doing one here tonight uh, around here somewhere, but uh, that, that <laughs> I do my part from home. I'm, I'm not one of those people that's going to be out there. Uh, I, I, I give all the fucking positive energy to the people that's out there, all the prayers up to them because people are crazy, yo. Crazy, and I just don't want to put anybody through some shit. If if I do go and some shit goes left, then then what? Then I'm gonna be a fucking hashtag, and you could be a hashtag. And I just the peaceful shit don't work no more because they don't want it to be peaceful. They want us to. They wanted to be able to call us 
the the names they call us and shit. I mean, the president's saying wild shit, so. I don't even want to talk about him, because that's what really made me upset yesterday about this whole thing. It's like, I, like, one minute, you're like, oh, yeah, we need justice, and now we're thugs, because we didn't get justice when we deserve to have the justice. Uh, so I got to ask him if it's Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? And I don't think he really know. Well, he know. He know, he know the energy he want. He, he get it. He know what he doing. So I'm not even I'm not even tripping off this shit, but yeah, praise to everybody involved, man. Yeah, praise to all the family involved, families involved. I'm sorry, and uh, that's it. That that's all the little the little sound bites you're gonna get on that from us. So I'm looking here. I know I said something about basketball, but I, I wanted to tie in the NHL for a minute because they had something that I thought was pretty cool, uh, a sort of setup that I thought was pretty cool, where it is you get. I don't know if it's 24 or I don't know how many teams are in hockey. So don't quote me on that. Um, but they basically get a majority of the teams like the, the four that are like the worst that, you know, they aren't going anywhere. They weren't even, they weren't even scratching the surface. Yeah. They're done. They just, they don't participate. So they're going to do it like the world cup shit, right? Basically. No, that's why too. where they get the teams, they do a playoff system to where it's like you get, then you get the next bottom four, and they have to play in. So I guess two teams come out of that to play into the actual playoffs. Yeah, I'm. See, you got. Then it'll be like March Madness. My per and I them this, the way I think about the NHL shit is the same thing. Way I think about the NBA shit. Fuck all that noise. Playoffs start when we come back. What else do you need to see? But it comes down to okay, what about those teams that were? And obviously, you could say, well, they should have played harder during the season. No, no, not play. Niggas should have won more games. Obviously, that. But those teams <laughs> that were right there on the cusp. So apparently, the way the NBA is giving it up, from what I heard, is that they want to just go ahead and start the playoffs now, not because it'll be faster, it'll be easier, it'll salvage the season, but because Zion. Well, they're trying to they're trying to get it so that they can. What everybody's afraid of is that they're trying to get it so the Pelicans get in. The Pelicans are a ten seed right now. That's what I'm saying. And they, they want Zion to get in. They and there wasn't any indication that they were going to be the eighth seed. But so. that's your that's your money. So I'm guessing they were going to try to freak it to get you know people to at least watch and see him. No, because I I don't I don't I don't me personally I don't care about seeing Zion getting swept by the Lakers. In the first round, that I, I don't care about seeing. But that. there's money in that. For who? For the league. You got Zion going, gonna against, be the same going up against LeBron. I know. I would know the do, outcome. Do you think? Do you think Zion's jersey sales are going to go up more just from him being in the playoffs? No. If he performs well, I'm not going to say what? if he wins every it, game. It's not going to matter. Performs well, the, I, I can see that. The people that's going to buy Zion jersey are going to buy them regardless of whether he performs well in the playoffs. You think there's somebody that's mulling? Oh man, let me wait to see how Zion does in the first round. I guess the best team of the West. For a person who probably doesn't (laughs) watch basketball on a casual occasion, then they're not not buying those those Zion jerseys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're you're random. I've never watched basketball before. Let me find somebody to watch. They're not buying a Zion jersey. And if they they are, they're going to buy. And that's whether he performs well in the playoffs or not. Whether he's in the playoffs or not, they're not buying that. Look at LeBron's first year. They didn't touch the playoffs. I'm trying to think. Did they have the? They didn't have the worst record that season, though, did they? Or they had a pretty bad record. It was a bad record, but it wasn't the worst. They, I know they weren't in the damn playoffs. You, th- you think they had issues selling LeBron jerseys? There hasn't been a rookie that's been hyped since that, like 
since LeBron uh, like Zion. That's not gonna him being him him getting washed four games in a row is not gonna make or break anything. So what would you what would you say would like change everything if 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 you've seen it happen, but if the Pelicans somehow get in and then they end up sweeping the number one seed? Well, for one, that's not gonna happen. I said if man, work with me. He's so Nigga, ready. If you, if you just want to throw ifs up there, huh? <laughs> so, you're so ready to defend the lake. I'm just saying if. Sure, what, if, if, what, if, what if the Magic just take this and go on a run and win the championship? You see how all these things sound fucking stupid? It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but it doesn't really. I, I, I really say that this season, it's, it's done for. They can try to do whatever they want to salvage it. And here's the thing. How many games, how many fucking games do you want to play before the playoffs? That's another thing. Because hold on, let me. Look. I'm gonna put up the standards right now. Because I think the Spurs because are out of it. You gotta give them enough time to get into playoff contention. Like I said, they're a ten seed right now. I think Memphis is number eight, isn't it? Aren't they? Memphis is the eight seed, and then the Trailblazers are next, and they're three and a half games back, and they're technically ahead of. And the Pelicans are number ten. They say it is three and a half games back too, but the Pelicans have. A game up on them, so you have to. For one, you they have to basically they have two teams lose four. I'm just gonna say five games while they go on a five game winning streak and then continue winning to get the AC. Uh, so I don't I don't think there's a realistic way of Zion getting into the with the amount of games they would. You're, you're essentially saying just continue the season and we'll just go to go to 82 and then start the playoffs. That's what they that's what the Pelicans really need to do it. That. That's what a lot of teams. And they got to catch a lot of fire. I just say cancel the season, man. Because now you're going to get into the conversation of, okay, when do we start up the next season? <coughs> Are we going to start it up in Christmas? I think that's what they're, th- I think they're thinking of doing Christmas. Which, I've I, I told you before, that's fine with me. But I'm trying to, let me see if I can find the Pelicans remaining. What will be the remaining schedule? That's another thing. What's the schedule? How are you going to pick and choose what games to play? I mean, that whole rest argument gets out the window. When you think about the minute you hear players going, ah, they, we need to rest them and things of that nature, well, people no, no, are going to look at them crazy. Ain't no, ain't no. Dame Lillard's already catching flat because he said, if we're out of the playoffs, I'm not playing. And he's exactly right. What's the point? All right, so I'm about to pull up the Pelicans' remaining. What would be the remaining schedule? So let me just rattle this shit off because there was no guarantee either way. So they got the Kings, the Jazz, the Clippers. Well, at the Clippers. The, the Jazz is at Utah. Actually, three straight road games at Sacramento, at Utah, at the Clippers. That's two. Then they got you. You give them two wins, or two L's, two L's. Okay, that's what I thought. Then they're home against Atlanta, home against San Antonio, at Memphis, home against Sacramento, home against Memphis, home against New York, at Orlando, at Atlanta. At Washington, at San Antonio, home against Charlotte, home against Phoenix, home against the 76ers, home against Washington, and then in the season against the Spurs. Actually, I could see them <coughs> pulling off a decent run to where they get into the AFC. See, but the problem is having to leapfrog two teams, and one of the teams you're not playing for the rest of the season. It's easy to leapfrog a team when you play them and beat them. Cool. They're not playing Portland again for the rest of the year. Because remember, they got to leapfrog Portland and then leapfrog Memphis, too. But I can see them probably pulling it off just because I – hold on. Let me see the rest of the schedules right quick. But my Spurs are going to have to try again next season. 
Oh, y'all done for the year. Okay, so they're going just straight to, from what I'm seeing now, just from the update, um, the GMs want to just restart the season uh, by going straight to the playoffs. Yeah. So whoever are the top eight teams are the top eight teams. Because what they're saying is that pe- people in the league are afraid that they're, the NBA is trying to add more games before the playoffs mm-hmm. to get Zion into the playoffs. But that's why I'm like, how many games are they going to add? Because that's important. It's not like they were a game out. <laughs> yeah. They weren't that close. But that would that, that I would be fine with that. Just just saying, you know what? Your other teams, if y'all have one more games early on the season, I, I think what this is going to do, especially as a Spurs fan, is it's going to make coaches like Greg Popovich, who just normally are like, we're going to learn this as we get to it, and then by the all-star break, we'll, we'll get our footing. It's going to make them have to really try to compete earlier in the season. That's why I said because there are so many games, there's a lot of, you know, oh, we'll just take these couple weeks off. Yeah. Like, we'll put this combination in. We'll see how that, that works. That's why I say start it at Christmas and let it go the regular, the however many games that is, from Christmas to the finals. So, d- December, the end of December to June. So, if we set it up like this, because I still want to see the Lakers win, obviously, for Kobe. Like, that was going to be my thing. I was just going to ride with the Lakers just one season so that they can sort of win it all for mm. Kobe. Now, because momentum is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just want to know, okay, maybe the Lakers would be good enough to pull it off. But I don't even remember who in the East is really up top. Uh, Giannis had a stranglehold. What Giannis... I think they were number one. Toronto was number two. And then I think the Celtics were number three. Let me look. Hold on. Yep. Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, and then the Heat. Now, you know who this benefits the most? The 76ers. They were beat to hell. And they were losing games, like, at a rapid pace. And there was nobody on the line in the lineup right now. Okay, so as we speak, just got an update that the format would likely include twenty to twenty-two teams. See, so that's how that's that's, that's why I think. Yeah, um, it's expected to come out this Thursday, um, but they're going to approve. The board of governors are going to approve Adam Silver's recommendation next week. So yeah. So, like I said, they really want to get now. There's another thing I heard. I saw it on ESPN a few times where they were talking about instead of just doing East and West, just doing just doing a whole. Well, if we do that, that would be interesting because, I mean, they're going to try to set it up in one spot anyways. Right. If they're just trying to do the top 20 teams in the league. Y'all would get it. I'm with that. I mean, y'all play the Bucks first round. <laughs> okay. We got to keep that streak going. See, this shit look trash. <laughs> List them off. List off all the teams. <clears throat> all right, so it'll be in seating. Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, Heat, Thunder, Rockets, Pacers, 76ers, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Nets, Magic, Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs. 
and it would be those bottom four teams would get in with under 500 records. And all those are Western Conference teams. I'm with that. Uh, that That is ass. <laughs> that is ass. I'm with that. I don't know how. Make the bottom four play in. Do just like hockey. Make the bottom four play in. So you're trimming some of the fat a little bit. And then you start them off. See, but you, now you're trimming fat. That you just put you put the fat back in it and then trimmed it off. That makes no sense. Or like do a bottom eight. I don't just know. Do the bottom, just do the top six. The top sixteen teams. The eight seeds. For eight, for See, you were fine until you saw the Dispers were getting in, and now you go on his ass. No, I'm, I don't want any shitty teams there. Now you're rewarding teams for being ass because they ran out of time, and they couldn't be more ass. Well, you can't make it super obvious that you want Zion to get in. That's exactly. It's going to no, be no, obvious. I, I know what you're you telling. You telling me that they're going to expand it to twenty teams so the Spurs could get in and the fucking Kings. First of all, I know good <laughs> and goddamn well they don't care about the Spurs anymore. You telling me the King, the Kings are the big recipients of a playoff bid? They don't care about the Spurs bid? at all. Kings ain't been to the playoffs and, since Chris Webber was there, but now now you're telling me, oh yeah, they should be there now. Fuck out of here. You watch Dame, Dame crying because he's like, oh, we we're not playoff bound. I'm not playing. Okay, nigga, sit out. Y'all been ass all season. You weren't going anywhere in the playoffs either. Let's be real. They would have getting the AFC was probably the highest they were going to go. So you're telling me the NBA wants wants people to watch. <laughs> if they're going to do the bottom four against each other first, you they want people to watch the Blazers versus the Kings and the Pelicans versus the I'm sorry, the Blazers versus the Spurs and the Pelicans versus the Kings. NBA TV primetime. Bam. Nigga, you could put that on Quibi. Put it on Roku. You could put it on Instagram Live. I'm just saying I'm a, I'm There's a, a way to make I'm it work. Go, I'm going to go into it just be like, this is ass, and then get out of it. Obviously, the two of us are, like, really deep into this, and we we see a different see, standard. It, but there's going to be some people that are going to just be are gonna be so great. There are people that are waking up early in the morning to watch Korean baseball. And then you're telling me you're going to expand this shit for small market teams? For what? For the 1,500 people that are going to be staying outside the Alamo Dome? Get the fuck out of my face. I don't want to see that shit. More for fucking, for fucking, what's the dude from Monday Night Football? Booger, Booger McFarland, for for uh, Booger McFarland with a fucking vertical to jump all over motherfuckers and then lose by seven points. Fuck that. Who wants to see this nigga be eating jambalaya all season? So he needs to be rewarded because he was the number one draft pick. Suck my dick. Did you just call Zion Williamson Booger McFarland Jr. Booger McFarland with a vertical? Meanwhile, in baseball, yeah, exactly, um, and a damn lot to be seen. So, uh, again, I'm just seeing both sides of this whole baseball thing. So, uh, I don't. Oh, know. baseball's getting down dirty. They every time they trying to cut niggas' money, the niggas is like, no, <laughs> no. And so, I want my paycheck on Friday like it's supposed to be, or I'm fucking y'all up. So, the owners are trying to flip it on them, saying, "Hey, y'all are being selfish." These are times where people need y'all the most. Da 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 da. You know, there's people that are going to be trying to watch these that probably don't even get a paycheck right now. They've been let go. Basically, trying to get the public on their side. And Scott Boris, which is like the the agent for for baseball. If you if you're worth your salt in baseball, Scott Boris is your agent. Sent an email to all his people. Was like, nah, you ain't doing that. Tell those rich motherfuckers they could do it. <laughs> Tell those rich motherfuckers that owed all that shit they could they could deal with that. 
we ain't doing it. But this just makes me wonder, okay, baseball is supposed to be coming back essentially this month. It's supposed to be coming back yeah. uh, <coughs> middle of June. Now that's sort of up in the air. Yeah, because if they don't get the shit straight, yeah. they're not going to play. And baseball will be the first one to be like, yeah, we just, we'll just sit at home. And then I saw something about the minor leagues that they oh, can't they, even get replacement players for these teams. Because they, they just sent a whole bunch of the minor leaguers home, too. So it's like, what are you going to do? Who's going to budge first? And hit because they can't just have, they need the star power. People, enough people don't watch baseball already. First of all, I already have a whole theory about why baseball. First of all, baseball is supposed to be a dying, compared to all the other ones, it's supposed to be like a dying sport, meaning that a majority of the diehard fans that actually love baseball are passing away. It's not as big as it once was in that time. It's not. It's absolutely not. My theory is because they've been trying so much to stay by the book and things, and they haven't let pers- people actually be personalities well, again. Baseball has done that. It's it's kind of like the same thing that football's been doing, but they've been kind of backing off of. But with football, they can sort of they don't want individual individualism. You're the you're the brand. You're the shield. It's kind of like that in baseball, and they have all this old. They have all these old timers that are still around. It's like, oh no, you're supposed to play the game this it's way. It's not just the old timers. The old timers are raising younger or, or another generation to believe in what they said. Well, that's because they keep giving all these old timers manager gigs and commentary and media gigs. Yeah. So certain because the, because the players in like the '90s that we all grew up in love don't want anything to do with baseball anymore, other than owning shit. Derek Jeter didn't want to be a manager; he wanted to be an owner. I say King Griffey just wanted to be gone. <laughs> I, and that was my dude back in the day. King Griffey was like, King King Griffey was like man, fuck y'all, I'm out. And then it was so much steroids and shit. I was about to say that. They're about to do a 30 for 30 for that um, with McGuire and Sammy Sosa, who still looks like he died and came back. Well, that know, was so much fun to me. Nobody's going to tell me, nobody's going to tell me that steroids wasn't a product. That was so much major, fun to me. Of, of Major League Baseball just to get their rings up. Barry Bonds breaking that record, the home run record. We knew that was steroids. <laughs> there was there was no other error in baseball. You tell me steroids just popped up in the nineties? No, people Dudes were taking were doing, steroids. Wasn't Daryl Strawberry doing like cocaine and like in between innings? Everything. Yes, steroids has been prevalent in baseball since they could inject people with steroids. So all of a sudden now it's a big no no no. They did. They they said. Remember how Vince was giving these steroids in the eighties and nineties, shooting them up his damn self. That was baseball because they wanted they wanted power. They wanted home runs. They wanted all that. And then steroids and they, people were like, "Wait a second, you're cheating." And baseball was like, "No, no, no, we ain't had nothing to do with this. They're cheating." But now, as you can see, people are knocking fucking balls out the park again. But nobody's taking steroids. It's interesting to see what, what baseball is going to do. Um, <laughs> Like you said, they're going to need star power no matter what. See, and they're trying, they're trying to build up all these young, st- like Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper, all these young dudes that are smashing the ball. They're building them up to be like the next generation that they're like, oh, yeah, we can get behind all this. I'm going to tell you what. People might hate the Yankees. Baseball needs the Yankees to be good. They at least need them every to year. be in the World Series picture every year. Every year. They absolutely need that. Because whether you love them or hate them, good. My boys are going to the World Series again. This is great. If because you don't, that's, how you, that's how you catch the fans, the people that aren't diehard fans. And let's be real, there's not a whole lot of diehard baseball fans anymore. For so long, they were, pitching has been the, the thing. 
they want as many great picture, pictures as possible. Well, when you have this many great pictures, guess what you're not getting? People hitting the fucking ball. I don't want to watch a fucking no-hitter into the ninth inning. That's boring. It's cool if you see one every... <laughs> I remember the back... Only, the only way it's cool is when it's live, when like, you're at the game. Maybe 10 years ago when you had like that one person creeping up on a no-hitter, it was like cool. And then when you had that one period where it's like every night somebody had a no-hitter, I was like, yeah, this is kind of boring. And, and it's like now and the, the players are like, hey, baseball, Major League Baseball is messing with the balls so people can hit the ball farther, further. I'm with that. Yeah. Nobody wants to see no, – I don't give a fuck about a no-hitter. Give me at least two home runs. Give me, let these motherfuckers hit that shit into the fucking Hudson. That's part of the fucking game. That's like playing football and, like, the balls are like – That's why baseball is – It's like super defensive football. Most, most profitable time was when those steroid junkies was – when Barry Bonds was hitting that shit into the fucking water. Sammy Sosa versus Mark McGuire would be the best summer of baseball they ever had in this See, generation. And that's why I call them all hypocrites because now they don't want to let those dudes in the Hall of Fame. Made all that money off of them, don't want to let them in. The Cubs don't even want Sammy Sosa near the arena. But Mark McGuire is... He was like a hitting coach for the Cardinals, wasn't he? He was. I think he's a hitting coach for the Dodgers now. And Barry Bonds wants nothing to do with anybody. But you knew when you saw them on TV, they were knocking at least three of them things out the park. And if you if you remember, they never, nobody ever got the evidence that Barry Bonds was on steroids ever. They had they had this, they had Jose six nine saying that people were on steroids, but they never they ne- he never had a positive test. Nothing. Hey, somebody reran a, a video of um, of Jose Caseco going for a ball. He got hit out. And he jumped up because he was trying to, you know, get it to make it an out. And it bounced off his head and made it a home run. And I said, this is beautiful. This is absolutely yeah, he just beautiful. Snitched. He just snitched the city. He wrote a whole book. Went to all. He went he, to Congress, didn't he? He was mad because he couldn't get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and now they got all these people that can't get in the Hall of Fame because, because me personally, okay, you took steroids. But everybody was taking steroids. So the field was even. If everybody's cheating. That means it's the even play field. If you're just way better at everybody else as the result of cheating, then yeah, you should still get the hall. You still gotta hit the ball. Well, I, I don't fuck with the baseball hall of fame anyways because it's it's because the writers are the people that are voting to get yeah, them in. Yeah, it's a bunch of people who never played. They're people that are have. That's why Barry Bonds ain't getting in. They hold grudges against Barry Bonds because Barry Bonds hated the media. Like it's a whole bunch of people that haven't played, and it's a whole bunch of politicking. Oh yeah. Yeah, dog, they didn't even give my man Jeter his unanimous like he was supposed to get. It's the writers, dog, and they got these rules that are fucked up. So, like, if you get below a certain percentage, you can never be on the ballot again. Yeah. That's crazy. Which, technically, I get it. People See, but that's why, I tell, that's why I have all these arguments with these Hall of Fames, all these people that are still on them, and time keeps going by, people keep retiring. And more popular people keep retiring. So it's going to be harder for these people to get in because now you got – now you got all the Yankees from the, the teams in the, the 90s and 2000s. Now you got all these Red Sox from when the Red Sox were good. Now you got all these Cardinals when the Cardinals were good. Now you got all these players, and you're like, shit, I was barely getting enough when bullshit ballots. <laughs> now we got star-studded ballots, and I'm like, shit, I'm about, I'm about to get me out of here. I like how Deion Sanders broke it down because he was asked why he hasn't even been on the ballot, but he – but we already know why. You know, if, the, if he was focused more on baseball, he probably would have got in as good as a player he was. But he said, it literally, I don't want to be a part of a Hall of Fame 
that I know for a fact I didn't do something to change the game. Yeah, and he didn't play long enough. He didn't baseball. play long enough, and then he had that whole beef with the Braves, which I understand. Well, Dion also had beef with like every team he played with. Like he had beef with the Braves because he wanted to go back and forth to play baseball, football, and like two dates. Like, no, that's not. No, nigga, you need to pick one. Like, <laughs> we're trying to get to the World Series, dog. Like, dog, come on. And then at the time, the time of year that he's did, doing this, it's right there in the fucking like post. Like, you're right there. Football don't start till September. In September, in baseball season, we're gearing up for the postseason. All we need these games. You know what's sad? The season that they traded him was the season that the Braves won the World Series. If he had won that World Series with winning all those Super Bowls, I still don't think he would have got to. Like, I don't think he would have got to the Hall of Fame. But we would have been talking about him being. I don't think better than Bo Jackson because Bo Jackson got fucked up through injury. But we definitely would like. Here, here's my thing. Because nobody else could say that they did what he did. If there's ever a sport that rings to me matter the least, it's baseball. In what terms? Hall of Fame-wise. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I I personally don't believe we would talk about him any differently if he would have been on the roster for ring. No, what I mean by... by, I'm not talking about Hall of Fame. He wasn't going to be able to keep doing that. Take Hall of Fame out of the equation. I'm talking about just athletes. He would have been the first person, at least in modern sports, mm-hmm. to win a World Series and a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Which would Nobody have... would ever be able to take that away from him. You're absolutely right. But I don't think – I don't even think he would have – I don't. I think by the time they got to, like, the World Series or, like, late in the playoffs, I think he would have been off the actual day-to-day roster because you, you just can't. <laughs> like, you can't. Because we're thinking we're, – we're thinking like this. You're telling me – October. We're in. We're about. We're about. What we we five, six, seven in the NFL, and you and you in the NLCS. But yeah, you, right around then. Your body's wearing that. Like the football. When in September, a football player is way fresher than they are in October. So you telling me you want to go from doing what you're doing on the on the gridiron? You want to hop on the plane and go straight to <laughs> bad practice? He did it, and he did it early. <laughs> he did it early in the season. That's the thing. But he did it. I think he would have been. They would have been like, "No, we need somebody else that's gonna be more dependable because you're you're tackling, you're arm, you're doing all this shit, and now you need a swinger base. But now you're getting the ace. <laughs> he sent his ass right to Cincinnati. Now you get you're, now you're getting the ace on the plate, and you're like, "Oh man, I can barely get this. <laughs> I can barely get this bat off my shoulder. <laughs> you fucking lead off." You going down, not even, you just going down looking every, every fucking I mean, inning. I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad. Like, to be that close to being, like, that yeah. great of yeah. an athlete is something. And obviously, he ain't hurting for being in no Hall of Fames. Dude is in the Hall of Fame for pro, uh, pro football, college football. And he just got that jacket for, like, the greatest hundred. Oh, for the team? The, the yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he's hurting about that. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I don't give a shit. Well, and 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 this is going to be my last topic in the sports uh, portion of that. With college football, as much as I wanted to come back, this is going to be something that's going to be interesting compared to actual like NFL. You got a lot of colleges <coughs> and a lot of small towns that make a lot of money off and, of. And if the kids can't go back for school. There's no, there's no, there's no sports. That's that's if you can't, they can't go back. It's over. 
Like there's no. See, you're thinking with you're thinking with logic. You're thinking you're not thinking about I need to get my money. I'm thinking about the what did we just watch? Oh no. They just stopped the they just stopped the NCAA season dead in his tracks. It was like all the kids are going home. The season's over. Basketball don't make the kind of money that football makes. The football don't make the kind of money for other schools. You'll be surprised. And you you telling me that March Madness don't make more than the, the college football. No, no, no. For playoff. certain teams. But but yes. I, what I'm saying, they stopped the season right before conference tournaments. But and you the, gotta think and the March Madness. Kansas probably can make it without a football season because they're a basketball school. Auburn, Alabama, it's I don't, it, I don't LSU. At, at this point, it's not gonna matter. Oh no, brother. No, you don't understand. These te- these teams basically take care of most of the sports programs. If, if you don't have students, they're going to find a way to get them boys on the field because a lot of the money that you're legally talk- the a lot of money you're talking about is the people in the stands in Vegas. But that's another situation yeah. that I don't want to bring up. <laughs> so if you if you and if you're going to try to do you can do you could do other things without fans in the stands. Yeah, sure. Not college sports. I want to know how, how the NFL is going to do that if they're planning on doing football without the fans. Like, see, I think at that point it'll probably be they'll probably be doing like twenty five percent in the in the that's stadium. That's what I'm saying. I think which is cool, some kind of an atmosphere. But for college, twenty five percent of that's not enough. <laughs> that's not enough at all. That's not going to do shit. And you know what's sad? They're still going to try to find a way to make their money <laughs> without paying those boys, they, they which is turned around shortly, but. It's it's going to be interesting. I just want to see how they're going to do that because you got like another month before. I mean, I have supposed to start training I'm, camp and things. I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna start putting <laughs> trying to get kids back in school so they could. But if they're only gonna have 25, percent they're still gonna take the hit, even with 25 percent of fans. Look at look at look at the the the. <laughs> your average Alabama game. Oh no, I already know. No, I already know. Say you can only have twenty five percent of your people there. First of all, the city of Auburn usually is like the sixth or seventh largest city in Alabama until it's game day, and then they jump up to like number three, all because of a college football game. Now I know. Imagine they're only like, hey, we're only we're only, we're only gonna have twenty five percent of the tickets. So what's up? I mean, I don't know what the they're regulations still, still on fine. tailgating is going to be, but that's not money going inside the stadium. Yeah, no, that, that's free. <laughs> Nigga, they're not trying to have unless they're going to unless they're going to charge for like parking spots. Uh, I don't even think they have the ability to do that because usually, from what I've seen from college stadiums, there's nobody <laughs> really like. Not it's not like the NFL stadiums where they got security and it's like oh okay you gotta pay your money you go over here let me see your park people are just parking anywhere because it's the students. I know. Um, I and know I may Auburn be wrong. Has like a, a a student parking section, and then there's like a main like parking lot. See, sort of like how we give it up here at the beach. Here's my thing. You only got twenty five percent of your tickets. Are you telling the students they can't get none? Yeah, because the students get theirs for free. Exactly. So that's are you wait? Are you telling the I students? I think twenty five percent of this, the tickets are the students. Are you telling them they can't get no tickets? <laughs> Is that what you go tell them? You, you're not gonna have a student section. <laughs> you're not gonna have a student section for a college football game. That's 
I just want to see how this is going to play out. I, I'm so, interested. Now, by the time, I think by the time things start getting closer to being what we thought was normal, is going to be around October, November, December. Then, then it can make some more money back. But by that time, they're going to have lost so much money. Yeah, because you, you got to be about kickoff games. But, but basketball, we right prom ready to go. <laughs> I think basketball is going to be the one that's going to benefit from coming back sooner than later. Because I think people are so ready to see live sports. And with basketball, well, that's th- a sport that you can really get I, into watching. I think it'll be better for basketball if football is weird in some way. You know what I'm saying? Like if they only do 25, if it don't feel like how it's yeah. always felt. Sort and then like you how, get basketball back at 100%. Sort of how like then wrestling is now yeah. where it's like. It's like, okay, this is good, but Nigga, you really the, need audience. The, the live shows are going to be crazy. The pops are going to be astronomical. No, they're going to pop for everything. Poor Stone Cold. Uh, I, we just want to transition right into this. I didn't know how much the crowd really played into his character until he showed up in that empty arena. Oh, yeah, he fell off the crowd. I felt so bad. Yeah, I, f- I mean. Like, there's certain people that you know they feed off the rock probably could somewhat pull off something with no crowd, but he feeds off the crowd, too. No, it's going to look even weirder for the rock. Because imagine when he gets on the road, he does a little thing when he smells like. Imagine him doing that with nobody there. We already clowning these niggas for doing, like, their regular shit when nobody's there. Imagine the rock coming out. If, if you smell. It, it's only him. <laughs> like it's only one voice. Like you, you can smell it. <laughs> Ain't nobody else in the vicinity to smell what you cooking. Hey, did you uh, did you see that Undertaker did an interview with uh Peter Rosenberg on his podcast? No, <laughs> he told a story about the match with Hulk Hogan when he won the championship, and he said Hulk comes up to him. He's like. <laughs> And I wish I had, like, the audio to play. But he was like, so, normally on a on a, on a a pay-per-view day, or, like, we'll get there. We'll usually get there, like, 12-1. Hulk's the top guy, so he'll get there, like, 4 or 5. He was like, I knew something was up, because I got there, and Hulk was there. <laughs> he was like, Hulk pulled me into the bathroom and was like, hey, uh, I'm a little scared to do, take your finisher. My neck's been hurting a little bit. Undertaker's <laughs> like, hey, man, don't worry. He's like, hey, don't worry. I pride myself on not hurting nobody. I'll hold you tight. Make sure your head don't touch the ground. You'll be good. He was, he was like, all right, man. He was like, he'd be walking in the hall and the Hulk would pass him. And he'd be like, ah, you got me, right? <laughs> Undertaker was like, yo, what is going on? So he took, he, he got him up for the finisher. And he said, Undertaker was like, I, was, I held him so tight. He wasn't going nowhere. Did the finisher. He was like, all I heard was Hulk was like, oh. He was like, oh, you got me, brother. <laughs> he fucking pinned him. <laughs> he was like, he goes to the back after everything. Then he's like, yo, where's Hulk? <laughs> he's like, oh, he's laying in Vince's office on the floor. Undertaker <laughs> so goes in there. He's like, oh, man, call call Linda. Get the kids here. I'll still make it. <laughs> so... Undertaker, he was like, I'm talking to Shane. And this, I never realized how close Shane was to everything his whole life until Undertaker took this, told this story. He was like, I'm sitting in the room with Shane. And he's like, 
He was like, man, he was like, his head didn't even come close to the mat. <laughs> it's like, you did it perfectly. It, his head wasn't even close. And he's like, throughout the week, he was like, because we didn't have a taping until Tuesday, because this was before they did Raw. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, people were coming up to me, they're like, take it, we've seen it. <laughs> his head ain't come nowhere close to the mat. And <laughs> Taker was like, you know what, they're going to get this butt off of me, because he acted like he hurt now. And he was like, sure enough, Tuesday comes, he beats me, his neck is fine. He was like, oh, brother, I think it was just, you held me too tight. And Tiger was like, what? But then people were showing, like, video of the match. Nigga, I can see <laughs> on my phone. I'm like, man, this dude's, this, he might as well have been sucking Undertaker's dick. <laughs> That's how far his head was from the mat. Like, if you want to. Dog, if I would have pile drive dudes like that, you'd be okay. Like, it was literally, if you go to wrestling school and they teach you to do a pile driver, it was textbook. His bald spot didn't even <laughs> get ring dust on it. Is it really a bald spot or is it like a corset? Listen, all I know, <laughs> it was hair there at one point. <laughs> There's no hair there now. <laughs> so I would go with a bald spot. <laughs> you got a George Costanza. But that shit was pretty. It was actually pretty good. Undertaker getting out and doing doing media is really great. And every I, he hasn't told one story that hasn't been amazing. I'm like, man, you, like after you, you could have waited till you retired to do all this. But I know he's retiring now because you don't do all this and be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna still do. So do you think that 15 year contract is more of him being in a bag like a that's the like same kind of I'm or... think that's the same kind of contract that Ric Flair gets. Oh well, I already know why they gave Ric Flair that money in that contract. It's it's kind of like you know and I know why Vince McMahon gave Ric Flair that contract. It's, it's legends contracts. But you know why <coughs> Vince? Well, I mean, I'm not talking about why Ric Flair got yeah. that contract. I'm just used Ric Flair. It's the same contract that every. Every ex WWE person gets when they're just gonna be around and make appearances and shit like that. <laughs> Cause thing, you know why? You exactly know why. Oh, you think you think Rick, Rick was gonna take his talents to AEW? Rick was about to go right over there to Jacksonville. See, and I don't think Rick would have. I don't even think Rick would have left. Yeah, I don't think he would have wrestled. No, I don't think he would have left. I think he. I think he used it as leverage. Like leverage. But I don't think he would have actually left. Like I, I see, I see my boy I don't, Tully. I don't I think see my boy Tully and Arn over there. They over there doing. They're prospering again. If they can <coughs> prosper over there, I know being Ric Flair, I could go over there and make some noise. No, I think Rick. I think Rick was just trying to get more money, <laughs> and it probably worked. No, I'm saying this is probably what he was throwing at Vince. Like, hey man, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Four Horsemen. You know, all we got to do is resurrect Ole Anderson, and it's pretty much done. And then they were talking. I was. They, I guess they did an interview with Arn or something. And they asked him why Ole wasn't in the, uh, the Hall of Fame with them. He was like, it's some beef between him and Vince. <laughs> and he was a racist piece of shit, but... That know, don't stop you from being in the Hall of Fame. That don't really stop anybody. I'm just throwing that out there. Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan's in the Hall of Fame. There's plenty of racist pieces of shit that are in the Hall and of they Fame. And keep, they keep marching Hulk Hogan out like niggas want to see him. <laughs> that motherfucker gets no pop when he comes out anymore. That's Vince. I think the only time... The only way he'll get a legitimate pop if he comes back out is if he's Hollywood again. But Hollywood is only cool when he's with Kevin and I mean, Scott. Yeah, and that's the only way he would come out. Speaking with, of Kevin, have you seen how he's been giving it up on Twitter? 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. Kevin wants all the smoke. And doesn't give a damn. Nope. And it's surprising. <laughs> okay, so we here, right? We on the same wavelength? Well, it's surprising, and that's probably not fair to Kevin Nash, but it's super surprising. And I think that's just, it's surprising because of the nature of how his contemporaries act. Exactly. They so, and that's why I say it's not fair to Kevin. Because from all we know, I mean, Kevin played ball. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I So I'm sure Kevin, I don't know, I think Kevin has been giving up like this for a long time. And if you think about it, Kevin don't really come back to WWE very often. What he does is, like, usually for the it's, benefit of, like, Trip. It's very few and far in between that yeah. he comes back. It's not necessarily to be like, hey, Vince, you know, I'll <laughs> fuck with you. Da-da. It's never like yeah, that. It's, it's, it's usually it's like, for trip. we here for our boy. <clears throat> and it's very few and far in between. We're here for the future. Future season. So, I, he might have been giving it up like this forever. For a minute. But shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Uh, he... He letting that shit run. He, he's letting me appreciate that he was one of one of my also one of my all time favorite wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, I don't know. Maybe Scott Hall feels the same way. I, I don't. Usually, when he's on Twitter, he's usually promoting like an appearance or something. Yeah, he doesn't really do a lot of. So I don't know how well he but gives it up. It shows me that Kevin Nash definitely gives it up like this because. Nobody was looking for Kevin Nash to say anything. And if he wouldn't have said anything, nobody would have been like, well, of course, Kevin Nash would have spoke up. He gave it up with nothing to gain from this. Niggas not going out and buying diesel leotards after this. The, the, the plush leather pants with, this, with the freeze on the side. Nobody's going to get that. It's not like he's about to get another run in the, in the E. Like, he's not going he, well, Maybe he will go to AEW. I don't know. But he's not wrestling anybody. No, he already said he doesn't really like, he only watches when Chris Jericho is on. He doesn't really fuck with AEW like that. But that's out of respect for, you know, Triple H again. Yeah. Who runs, in, and 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 uh, Shawn Michaels, who both are running NXT right now. So I can understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. But kudos to, to Kevin Nash. Yeah. That threw me, that threw me back a bit. I seen it and I had to read it a couple times because I was like, wait, you on our side? Like, cool. Yeah, there's, a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of Republicans in wrestling. Yeah, it's because, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good old boys in wrestling. Good old Southern boys that. Kane and is the mayor of Knox County. People, people, uh, people are talking about The Undertaker wearing the Blue Lives Matter shirt, shit like that. Why are you surprised that Matt, Mark Calloway would wear something like that? He's from Texas. That didn't, that didn't really a, He's a white really dude in Texas. Me. It is different <laughs> yeah. if he had like an NWA fuck the police t-shirt on while he was that, doing that. Yeah, that would That would throw me <laughs> off. That that didn't really. I mean, there's certain me. things that have thrown me off, like learning that Bret Hart's wife was black, not just light skin. Oh my God, Randy Orton just tweeted that Black Lives Matter. Holy shit, Randy Orton! Listen, all lives do matter, but the point I was trying to make is that I finally realized that until Black Lives Matter, they can't get it. Lord Jesus! No, no, no. Do it. Do some more deep diving. <laughs> we, got, we got time. We got time. No, no, no. <laughs> I just wanted to end it with that, bro. Oh, Woo. Um, there's just, there's certain things like that that have surprised me, but not 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 Mark Calloway wearing blue lives matter. Imagine shirt. taking <laughs> a very Afrocentric black woman from down south and saying, "Hey, baby, I love you." Da da da. You know what? Why don't you move up here to Calgary, Alberta, Canada? I wonder if she could wrestle now. 
as you're in a relationship with somebody, y'all start getting interested in the things that the other person does. Do you think she's seen like Natalia in in the base in the in the dungeon and was like, "Yo, I could do this," and start oh. giving? You think I she could put Natalia in the sharpshooter? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying that she she isn't capable. I'm just saying she probably is one of those where she doesn't give a damn about wrestling at all. She just loves Brett. But here, here's my here's my question I ask you: When you love somebody like that, and their life has been wrestling, is it possible to not give a damn about wrestling? Well, I'm not saying she doesn't unless give... you unless you have a sour. And you might be right because his, his relationship with Vince was sour for a long time. What I mean is. She got him now. She got Brett while he's well, how long, chilling. How long have they been married? On the road. Uh, it has to be recent. Hold on. Yeah, One go second. ahead and look that up. Because <laughs> I know he's married to a whole other woman when the whole um, Montreal deal went down. Um, but she's getting Brett now that he's not on the road for 200 some odd days of the year. Is this a soldier, Stephanie Washington? I'm guessing. All right, so they've been married since 2010. So, yeah, she got him when he was, I mean, he would do a few appearances here and there, but he wasn't, like, in the ring giving it up like old Bret Hart. You know, she got him post-stroke Bret Hart, you know? She got him now that he's more, like, doing documentaries about the family and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't, she doesn't have him while he's at WCW probably wrestling for a belt or he's with Vince fighting Shawn Michaels over Sonny. She didn't get all of that part of Bret Hart. So to her, wrestling is like, oh, that's cool. You were a wrestler, and your family is da-da-da-da-da. But he's home with her every night, so she's not as invested. And speaking of the Hart family, my hopes of Owen Hart getting into the Hall of Fame, it's, maybe his wife changing the mind. No, she's stuff, never going to. It's not her that, that changed my mind on that. It was the kids. Hearing the kids in that in that dark side of the ring go, yeah, we don't want that in the Hall of Fame, the WWE. Da, well, da, da, da. I think I think if Mom Dukes was like, let's do it. Oh, she's definitely the would, ringleader. They would absolutely be like, okay, Mom, we're going to do it. But she ain't changed her mind on that. She's not doing that. She's not changing her mind on that at all. No, we'll never see Owen in there. And it's not like Vince can, like, <laughs> force, like, wait for her to probably and die Vince and not gonna, put her in. Vince ain't going to push the envelope because it was the, it was their fault. He's dead. That, this, that whole documentary opened my eyes to some things. I thought I wasn't going to learn anything from that one. I really well, wanted that one to be two hours long. Well, I knew about all of that because I had uh, maybe a couple months, a year ago before, I had went and like, researched a bunch of stuff with Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. And I saw that the reason why this time went bad was because they used a whole different system with the different people that did it. Mm-hmm. And they weren't, they weren't good. They were cheap. W, they were cutting cost for stuff, and they figured, oh, this will be fine, and that's when it, it snapped because it was it was bad. But if anybody in this family don't give a damn about wrestling, it's them. Oh yeah, none of them. You, you know, because it I, and all they both look just like Owen. Just hearing all the 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 fighting that she had to do, fighting the rest of the family or a few members of the family because she was about to sue, and they were trying Which to hide I kind of figured something like that was going to happen because this family is. Well, they're big on protecting the business and yeah. things of that nature. Yeah, that, that was eye-opening. I, I really wish it was two hours long. I still think the Chris Van Wall one that was the best was one. the best one. Yeah. I think the second best one would have to be Devon Eric's because I did not know You're much. talking about all together, both seasons? Yeah. Chris Van Wall takes the cake 
not even because it was two hours long, but just because even though we knew how that no, shit went down, Christopher Walsh really opened. They my really eyes. broke that shit down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christopher Walsh is probably number one for me. I would say I, I would go with Devon Eric's two, just because of the whole situation, like that whole family story. Yeah, that was a sad tragic. one. The Macho Man Randy Savage one really didn't do much for me. That one for me was, I think that might be my number one, no, number two. It didn't really do much. It didn't really explain much to me. Let me pull all of them up. The New Jack one was funny to me. It wasn't really like, that was one of those where I was like laughing all the way through. You know, I'm, I'm going to say, and it probably sounds horrible, the best ones were the ones with tragedies. Yeah. No, obviously. Uh, Snickle one was. Uh, that was mid. Yeah, the UWF one was kind of that one. It didn't really do much. I mean, it it learned me up because I didn't. I never even heard of that promotion before. Yeah. So it was one of those where I was like, oh, okay. the Road Warriors one was really good. Yeah. Especially because I didn't know that was it. Hawk? Which one? Which one was the one that died? Was it Hawk or Animal? Hold on. I think Hawk is still alive. No, Hawk died. Okay, but the ending. Of how he had sort of slowed down and everything like that. And sort of gave his life to God and got married and was finally, like, finding peace within himself. And he just died. But ain't that how shit go, though? All these, like, stories like this where they they, they finally get it together and they start and they fuck around and Because that's die. what happened to Eddie. Yeah. Eddie finally found an inner peace. He, he cut down all that shit and then now, dead in a hotel. I get why they didn't do a, a separate Eddie one because he was so ingrained in the Chris one. Yeah, those stories intertwine. Yeah, um, that's the only reason I'm not gonna say that. I wish I would have had an Eddie one by himself, but I totally get why they didn't do Eddie by himself. I was fine with him being a part of the Chris Benoit because he he was such a big part of the Chris Benoit. Yeah, one. and they made it like that. Like they, like I couldn't, I didn't watch it and see feel like they did Eddie a disservice by putting him in that one. No, they did him right. They did I him think, right in that. Yeah, I don't think he was he was overlooked or like overshadowed, I guess you would say, uh by Chris's story, but yeah, those those are probably my top my top ones. I'm trying to think. Um Oh no, 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 no. My number three would have to be the fabulous Moolah. I thought that was all right, but I had already also No, I didn't know she was I knew she was doing some shit. I didn't know she was giving it up like that with the whole Sweet Georgia Brown story. No, when um when they did when the shit came up for WrestleMania and they took her her name away after I went and researched all of it. But they went. I was like, oh, so yeah, I knew all about I knew about all oh, that. Already. Oh, oh, yeah, that Sweet Georgia Brown story made me mad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that um I'm trying to think the brawl for all one was kind of funny. I mean, it sucks that certain guys didn't get the career opportunities that they were going to be pushed for but it was it was it was all right i didn't like everybody's still alive in that whole situation so i'm good on that and you got to see butterbean who i thought died yeah he's still alive <laughs> he's still chilling uh, i did watch dynamite on wednesday see i need you to watch dynamite when they have an actual crowd i don't think other than the revival getting there i don't think the crowd would have made that much of a difference for me no it would have gave that battle royal would have gave it up different for you if there actually was an audience. See, here's the problem with the battle royal. There was a commercial right in the middle. I don't like. I don't like when like for something like that. I don't think you should have a commercial in the middle. I, and 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 that both, screen to screen shit doesn't work because you're both, not giving. Yeah, I, I want to hear it. Yeah, both promotions have a problem with doing that. Yeah, 
where if you're going to have a main event, make it the main event. Don't put a commercial in the middle of that. Yeah, that's... Put the commercials in the beginning. And then at the end of the match. There you go. I mean, I was cool with Jungle Boy winning. Um, I think other people probably... I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like, I don't... I just don't know. I mean, I get the revival being there, and that's going to boost the tag team, so cool. Um, I think... Um, they reference... They reference WWE too much. Well... At least they did that episode. I, here's where I think... Because I understand where you're going with, with this. I, I think... They aren't looking at WWE the way that WWE is looking at them. If that makes any sense. So WWE with Vince, if you're not a part of this company, you don't exist. And they've actually softened that because they've talked about New Japan Mm -hmm. and like some of the indies and shit. Yes. Um, But if it doesn't help the storyline, they're not talking about it. it. You you just never existed. I remember when Sting had come to WWE and they were talking about how he took this long break and they haven't seen um, you know, obviously they're going to discount the, the impact shit. Yeah. And Rick was like, no, he been wrestling. He was on TV. <laughs> he was doing this. But they won't acknowledge that because yeah. that wasn't in their realm. There wasn't in their universe yeah. as to where AEW is They're really like, serious when they say the WWE universe. Yes, but with AEW, it's sort of like, hey, man, I mean, we don't really have beef with them. They're just not us. I mean, we'll, they don't necessarily like, say, like... Cody, Cody made a comment about not being liked in Connecticut. Uh, and then Chris was talking about and, Raw, and but then, he didn't say Raw. And now you now you taking storylines from 10 years ago in WWE and running them in AEW. Well, apparently they're, they're trying to find a way... To make this whole Tyson thing, I truly believe that they're overdoing it. Yeah, yeah, I, they're, yeah. They're overdoing. Like, why would you stop the feud with the elite, the elite, to start a feud with Mike Tyson? Yeah, and all the shit that they bitch <laughs> about WWE doing. Like, they're starting to turn into that. I don't need that. I just wanted to hear somebody else say it. L- listen, listen. All right, that's, so that's, let me. I wanted to hear somebody else so say it. Let me tell you. My side of things. Okay? okay, I started watching it because I said, "Oh, this is going to be different yes. than what that is." And for a good six month stretch, it was. Mm-hmm. The matches were different. The titles were different. You saw people who normally wouldn't get a push. And sidebar, that title's still ugly. Well, they still haven't done anything to it yet. Okay, it's still the same belt. They haven't. They haven't put anything on it yet. But I agree with you. It's ugly the way it is right now. But I said, "Oh, this is great." I feel like I'm watching something new. This is this is crazy. Once I actually get to know, because a lot of these guys, you had to be like a wrestling fan, 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 fanboy yeah. to know who most of these people were. I didn't. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, it was a lot. I of, only watched, it was a lot of like, independent dudes. I would only watch the pay per views with you. So that's how I knew who this was. So when I watched that first pay per view, I said, "Oh shit, they giving it up real over here." Well, that's how I got to know. That's how somebody put me on Kenny Omega. Yeah, because I knew... And Bullet Club. And I was like, let me figure out... Because they were like, Bullet Club is like NWO now. And I was like, oh, I gotta... And that's when I started checking like, like New Japan shit on YouTube. And I was like, oh, this dude is... Well, I got truth. into Kenny Omega when he had that first match with Chris Jericho over in Japan. Okay, see, I was... That was towards the end of his New Japan run. Yeah. Yeah. 
and how they gave it up in I that saw, match I think he because wrestled. I saw bits of it on Twitter and I went back yeah. and I looked it up and actually saw that match. He wrestled somebody else at like the Wrestle Kingdom the, either the year before or the two years before. I forgot the Japanese dude's name and I don't know if it's Hiroshi or one of the other, but he wrestled, matter of fact, let me look it up because I feel like I'm disrespecting because they're legends in Japan and I want to know their names. But, um, but go on while I look, look this up. But that match, I was like, oh, damn. And in my mind, I'm going, Kenny Omega made Chris Jericho look a thousand times better than what he normally looks like in the ring. So then when I heard they were dropping their own promotion, I was like, oh, word. This is going to be great. They're going to get some guys from over Japan. They're going to get a lot of indie guys who we've probably never seen before. It's probably going to take a minute to build up. Those first few episodes, I said, this is the greatest shit I've ever seen in my life. It was beautiful. They were going to smaller markets, but they were going into big wrestling towns, if that makes any sense. Everything about that show was great. And then, I don't know why, certain storylines just disappeared. Certain people just disappeared. Casual wrestling fan isn't going to watch your B-show on YouTube. No. And AEW Dark is actually really good, but the casualing fan, the casual fan is not going to watch that show on YouTube. Um, I want to see if maybe they're going to move that over to HBO Max. Because I don't know what the deal is for HBO Max is going to be. I know that they, they're in talks of doing something. I know they're in talks with TNT to drop a whole nother show. I don't know what day they're going to drop that show. Kind of hot shit. That's just... But now I'm starting to feel like how you feel now when you just started watching it. So remember all those months ago, I was like, yo, you got to watch this, man. This shit is, you got to yeah, go yeah. on to da-da-da-da. I don't feel like telling people, hey, you need to watch this product anymore. Now, see, now, because I wanted to give it time. Because everything's new adult when it's new. I wanted to see if they could keep up the originality that they had. Or were they just going to turn into WWE light? I don't think they're WWE light, but I feel like they tried so much not to be WWE that they ended up becoming. It's sort of like what WCW ended up becoming when it, in later yeah, on, yeah, where they were trying so much to get back at number one that See, they would do just anything and, and bring that's, anybody. That's out. when I talked to you the other day about I'm starting to see an over reliance on old WWE shit. So it's starting to get there for me because I'm watching it with fresh eyes. Other than me, like, reading, like, Bleach Report and shit, I'm watching it with fresh eyes, and I watched the whole thing. And I was like, oh, cool, the revival. But if your tag team division has been waiting for a shot in the arm, and you've been waiting for the revival to come, what have you been doing for the last couple months with your tag team division? I don't think they need to do... All right, this is, this is just me. This is me talking as a person who's actually watched the product since it started. They didn't need the revival. They have a tag team division that can actually... Do wonders. You, you know what this tells me? They aren't pushing it. I know exactly where you're going. I know exactly what you're going They're to say. They're afraid to build anybody past the Bucks. Not only that, but I feel like me, personally. Because I, I watched that SCU match. And Frank Ball, <laughs> I don't even think the Bucks out of that whole, obviously, they are a great tag team. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. But them SCU boys be doing some I watch, shit. I watched them. Them, um... I can't. I don't know if they actually have a name or they just go by Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Junior. Oh, that's uh, Lucha Bros. Is that, is that the names? Yes. 
I never, I never really paid yeah. attention because I know Pentagon Junior from. I didn't yeah. know Ray Phoenix was really his brother and things. Yeah, those are those are Lucha Bros. Those boys can move. See, and that's why I'm not. And this is what did I say to you? I said, why are you putting? Why are you pairing together single stars and putting them in a tag team division? Why are they the champions? The fucking when there are so many other teams. The Jurassic Express. Yeah. The, when it's Jungle Boy and, and yeah. the Luchasaurus nigga. There are so many other teams that have been that are legitimate tag teams. You're falling to the same shit the WWE falls into. Like I, I feel like they just want to put those belts on. Well, really, they want to put it on Kenny Omega and things because they know that's the international starter they have. I think, I think they yeah. didn't. They started out with two. They didn't start out with a mid card belt. And that fuck because all these world class wrestlers you have, there's only so many people that yeah. can. They just now got four four different levels or four different types of belts: mm-hmm. the main, the tag, the women, basically the TV, and then the women's. Yeah. Now, yeah. see, and you can't just sign everybody. I truly think that's it. I truly think that's it with with signing W. I think because I've seen a majority of those guys going over to Impact. See, now you're using XWE people because of their name. Because they're recognizable. Well, the revival was one of those where I believe that if they they were to leave, they would go to AD, AEW. Oh, and yeah. They would actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would actually fit in perfectly with what they were trying to do. Roy Lee, I'm still I understand what they're doing. There's a reason he was a mid card talent in WWE, and it what shows. I, what I'm saying is, is if he had just been his character and he didn't actually wrestle in the ring. And he was sort of like a hit or like a mob boss or something, like a Don. Or if they if they would have held off on him being in that match, because now he look not now it's he can't, he now it's, it's not believable, right? Now there's he's all his credit's gone, done. Like I said, keep you, him as a mob beat, boss. You beat a bunch of squash matches, and then you lost to the first wrestler Treat to actually this <laughs> motherfucker to. like Thanos. You know how they built up Thanos, but he have, wasn't really in every movie? He should have to have, people should have to have gone through every member of the Dark Order before every they got to him. Every fucking member. And he should have won by the fairies. He should, he, he should have beat people in ways that no fan wants to see their favorite wrestler get beat for months before he really started. When he and wrestles? He, and he should have, wait, he should have got more members first, too. Well, here's the thing. Like Two members. of the members to the shit you, they, that they were the main ones just disappeared. And now he got all these other dudes. Those should have been the dudes that been fucking with, you know, uh, John Moxley and everybody else. And then you reveal, oh, that's the boss. He's been behind the scenes doing all of this. Yeah. You have him do a few squash matches, but, hey, you're not, I'm not coming for you yet. You it have to seemed, work up to my level. It seems super random. Like, it just... I feel like they just threw him in there because they wanted to make him happy that he left WWE. And I think it's going to spoil super fast because the Dark Order wasn't really doing a whole lot before he got there. They were they weren't taken seriously at all. Exactly, and I don't think they're going to be taken seriously now. Like now, because why would they be? Is it's kind of dumb. <sighs> I'm glad Coco Band is over there though. I'm glad Coco Band is doing his thing. I did. I never seen him wrestle before. Well, I don't think they're gonna do anything with Coco Band. No, 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 no. They're gonna keep him on the mid card, and they're I just think gonna they're help. Using, they're using a CM Punk with him name. Yeah, but that end, he's gonna help get over other talent because he's not a bad. Like he can move in the ring. Oh yeah, yeah. Dugan. See, but but you, I think he's gonna be more of a coach later on. So let me ask a question: If you have all these people, 
that are just supposed to be used to get people over, why do you have all these enhancement talents? I get what you're saying, though. But no, I... This, don't this sound like a lot of shit WWE does? This sounds like AEW is running the risk of having their entire show look like, literally look like, just a, a AE, or WWE live show. Not a TV taping. They're, they're running a live show. The wall's right there. Their foot's on the pedal. Dog, they had that battle royal. That looked like every bullshit battle royal that they have to give a number one contender. You know what they should have done? Had Cody come out there like John Cena and them used to do with their open challenge. Be like, yo, who wants to fight? And use that to get over new, younger talent. Well, I know that's what that that's what they're probably what direction they're going in. I, I'm I would like to see that. that obviously, the first that's what they should do. He should have did it one last. Have Cody just or, wrestle like random people that you never thought that could actually give it up that, in the ring. Jungle Boy comes out. Uh, or no, not uh, Jungle Boy. Uh, what's the other dude? Uh, the shorter one. Oh, uh, Marco Stunt. No, have him come up. But I'm just saying, get some no, people. I, I'm not gonna say Marco Stunt because he's about to be Hornswoggle in a second, and that's not that's not to discredit Marco Stunt. No, Hornswoggle couldn't wrestle. But it's only there's only so long somebody that size. I get where you're going. Is gonna be believable to compete with people the size of everybody else. I say have him and have him go up against everybody, not just heels. Have him go up against Lucha Source and then some pick fights with people. Yeah, just people like yo, I want the belt. See, but now are you now is he a comedy gimmick because he's just trying to fight people and nobody takes him serious? Because that's how you become a comedy gimmick. You become a comedy gimmick when you put the belt up and then you win by just just some fucked up ways. No, no, you become a comedy gimmick when you're little like that. And they putting you against all these wrestlers, and they're kicking the shit around, kicking you around. Oh, you're still talking around. about Marco? Yes, I'm talking about Marco. Stunt. Oh, I yeah. thought you was talking about fucking Cody. My no, man. no, 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 no. I don't think that's gonna be a comedy gimmick at all. I'm talking about Marco Stunt. No, um, that's why I'm very weary of him because it's one thing for him to be with because he's usually with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, right? Mm-hmm. If they're in there, imagine the rush we distracted. He does some stupid shit and gets some and helps out like that. That's one thing, but. Are you telling me you want me to watch a match with Brody Lee and Marco Stunt? I watched it. Better than what you think. Still a squash match. No, no, no. It's still a squash match. It's, but it's better than what you think. But I won't believe anything that's not a squash Obviously, match. Obviously, it's, 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 it's unbelievable to see that a guy that small. Yeah. So it kind of it kind of hurts his credibility. And I'm but sure he's a great wrestler. But at the same time, I, like, I didn't know how Orange Cassidy was going to turn out. Because it's not like... It's not like he's 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 smaller than Rey Mysterio. He's like really little. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's damn near Hornswoggle size. Because it's one thing for a Rey Mysterio to be the the ultimate underdog and win some shit. And then it was Rey Mysterio was also damn near a legend when he got WWE. They were keeping it a buck. So for him. It, it, I don't know. It's just I just see it's going to be – it's easier there for them to overlook serious stuff, overlook him for serious stuff, and him turn into a comedy gimmick. I mean, unless they have him be like a true mastermind of the Dark Order or something like that. I mean, there's there's ways you could flip it to where he could be credible outside the ring. Inside the ring, obviously, no, nah, that ain't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um, but we're, we're, we're probably going along on wrestling again. 
Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to watch it again next week. To I see. thought the turn that you had predicted with Sammy was going to happen. I thought it was, too. With him giving all those them those participation trophies and things, yeah. I thought that that was going to be where they kick him out, and they didn't. <coughs> and so that was kind of disappointing. Um, I mean, I still think it's going to happen, but I, I just didn't happen then. <laughs> Britt Baker is still entertaining as hell. She is. She she absolutely is. Um, she's she's really holding down the women's division. If you want to keep it a whole buck. Um, yeah, because Nyla Rose reminds me of Nia Jax, which as much as I love Nia Jax, she, your, your boo, her character is horrible. Your boo <laughs> keeps uh, fucking people up in the ring, by the way. Yeah, she fucked up Kyrie Sane real bad. To where she almost had a backstage brawl. Her, she's just not, if we're in an age where we're trying to, where, where we want to see better matches, Nia Jax ain't going to give you one of those matches. She's going to overpower She's like watching Mabel. God bless the dead. No, Viscera was... He was horrible. God bless the dead, though. You're not watching... You're not getting no five-star classic with Nia Jax. I'm sorry. It's not happening. And the only time you might get it is if it's a triple threat match and they take her out early in the match. Uh, you think she, she doesn't know on strength or she just doesn't give a damn? I don't think she cares. But you got to understand that the one punch she gave Becky Lynch... Took Becky from being the steampunk cutie to the man. Thankfully. Because grace of God. Remember, that did take her out of that paper, Survivor Series, the Survivor Series pay per view. Mm -hmm. That could have went left. That could have went way left. Look at Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss was out for the longest time because of concussions. Shout out to Alexa Bliss, too. I saw that there was another like podcast dude and he was talking crazy about her. And uh, she sort of clapped back. Um, and I hope she always does. I think Alexa Alexa Bliss is highly underrated. He said something like she wrestles. I wonder if she wrestles the same way she has sex where she just lays there and takes it. It was something like that. It was something wow. really it was something really fucked up. It was something that somebody should never wow. say about a, a, a woman. And she kept it as civil as she, you could. I know it's probably weird to say because she's had so many championships. She's probably one of the most underrated wrestlers in that women's division. I think completely, like, as a character, as a wrestler, as just on the roster, I feel like she hasn't really gotten a fair shake. No. And I think if she left, you'd feel it. You definitely would. She, she brings something she, there that she you actually helped, need. She helped get Nikki Cross over when Nikki Cross was dead in the water. All the sanity was gone. She was dead in the water. And she helped get Nikki Cross over. A few more things. The SpaceX rocket exploded. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm, Next. Just, I'm, just, I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Next. Kylie Jenner isn't really a billionaire. Yeah. He said she forged documents. Said her, her <laughs> Chris and him been lying about money for like four years. Uh, That's funny. Next. A CNN reporter was arrested live on air. Well, that was, yeah, that was in a... That was in what's the name? Yeah, that was in Minneapolis. Min yeah. Uh, Max Kepler from, I don't know what team he plays for in baseball, apologized for wearing a Blue Lives Matter mask uh, while the riots are going on. I mean, that doesn't shock me. Baseball is sort of like wrestling when it comes to the Republicans. Guys, so. let, me, let me, if nobody has said this, let me be the first one to tell you. Blue Lives Matter 
is not a thing. Black you, Lives Matter is because we're black without choice. <laughs> None of us filled out an application to be black people. None of us. We were born black. Our job is not to be black. We have jobs. <laughs> Being a cop is a job. <laughs> you can be fired. You can, if you get fired tomorrow, guess what? You're not a cop. <laughs> your blue life is only as long as your employment. It's not the same. Um, Stop acting like it is. Steve Harvey bought Tyler Perry's old crib in Atlanta for fifteen million. I'm just I'm just picking up things. Um, yeah, not much. I mean, oh, evidently. Uh, <laughs> hold on, because I'm laughing. As I think of this, evidently, uh, what's the girl? Azalea Banks said she had sex with Dave Chappelle. You know, with all the stuff that's going on, I forgot all about that. I want to ask you your opinion on that. Because <laughs> how does her meeting Dave Chappelle translate into Cordis? <laughs> all I can really say is, I mean, Dave smokes a lot of weed. And Azalea is not. Okay, I'm saying all this not based on Azalea, because Azalea is not ugly. And she got a little body on her. So I could see Dave being like, damn, Azalea got a fat ass. And being drunk or high and then doing, or just being regular. We've, we've, all, we've all hit chicks that nobody could fucking stand, that we have no business having sex with, just off the merit of, damn, she got a fat ass. Usually we, we, me and you were just talking about Doja Cat last week. <sighs> I wanted to stay away from her. But come on, man. Did you see her apology as opposed to... You can tell which one came from the label and which one came from her. Hey. Wait. Fuck Doja Cat. What's the kid's name that did the uh, the Spider-Verse? Shameek Moore. I see why they canceled the Get Down. <laughs> My man first brought up Rosa Parks. Oh, yo, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Wait. No, no. Oh, you didn't see that? No, no. I saw it. Homeboy said, why they should just go to one of the black-owned taxi cab companies or one of the black... <laughs> oh. Then he said... My interest is not in black history. It's in the black future. He said, maybe I should be talking to an OG. Did you see the girl's face when he said that? Nigga. I had never seen somebody side-eye somebody on live so bad and the person just be impervious to it. Like, yo. I, I'm on, I can't even watch Into the Spider-Verse 2 now. He had a, <laughs> he had a promising career. I see why they canceled to get down. Um, Jimmy Fallon got caught with blackface, even though it was on SNL. And, and like 90-something, yo. And, like, and now Jamie Foxx is jumping to his defense. Listen, if Robert Downey Jr. could do Tropic Thunder when they did Tropic Thunder, I'm not worrying about no old Jimmy Fallon comedy skit. That clearly wasn't And Okay, guys. There's, there's comedy bits where people will do stuff like that. That's been the... Since the beginning of the time, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, don't let them see trading places. 
I didn't, I didn't even think about that until just now. They'll piss on Dan Aykroyd's grave. Is he still alive? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. They'll, Selling shitty vodka. They'll, they'll cancel Dan Aykroyd. But that's what they did in comedy. That That's absolutely what was happening. I mean, Dave, I'm not saying that Dave Chappelle doing the white anchor dude was the same, but it's kind of the same. They weren't doing it in an exploitative manner. Wow. Now, if I see my local congressman in blackface um, on some racist shit, then that, that's a problem. Has Jimmy Fallon ever seemed like he's racist to anybody? I don't think... I, I honestly believe that Jimmy Fallon catches flies with his hands and let them go outside. I don't see him harming anything. Jimmy Fallon is probably... Now, I don't know how he gives it up at home. He might I, be at I, home I, letting it fly. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But it's... I've never heard anything bad about Jimmy Fallon from if anybody. Anything, if anything, he doesn't wait for the punchline to hit for a joke for him to like fall out of his chair. I've never heard a bad word about Jimmy Fallon. But I never, any, I never any story, no nothing. But then again, I didn't think Matt Lauer was giving it up like that. And then you hear some stories about him, and it's like, oh shit. Well, that's a good point. But you know what? I refuse to think of all of these people. I'm not going to automatically assume they're all doing shit like that. I can't. I'm not. I'm not doing that either. Because then, I I probably wouldn't want to watch TV. Yeah, no. No, we thought Kevin niggas was ready to invite Kevin Spacey to the barbecue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they revoked that pass real quick. Yo, I was watching The Joker yesterday. Uh, Yo, yeah, we let's talk about that movie because I watched it like a week and a half ago. And the scene where he was dancing down the steps, and you hear the rock and roll song, and I'm sitting there going, if people knew the person who's actually who actually made this song. Now, he's giving it up in real life. He's oh, in prison shit. now. But, yeah, like little boys. Dog. But it's played in every arena. Did you enjoy that movie? Here is my think piece on it. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm ready for this. Let's go. Think piece Twitter. Think piece Instagram. People who really want it to be deep and want it to make this the mental health. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so you know where I'm going. <laughs> they ruined it for me. Because now I can't sit here and enjoy it without thinking about Justin and how he relates the Joker to his own personal shit that he's going through. Justin who? I don't know. It was a Justin on Twitter that probably oh, okay. made a think okay. piece about this. Gotcha. Are you talking about Kyle's? Them too. Okay, okay, okay. But to me, because I never watched it when it first came out, I said, I'm going to wait because I really don't want to see a, a Joker standalone flick. I really feel like the Joker is good when he has Batman. It was a good movie. I like the way that they played with actual his mental, like where a lot of this shit that was going on in the movie really was just in his mind. That was dope. Joaquin Phoenix deserved the Oscar for this role. He did his shit. Dog. Our girl from Atlanta, she did her shit. Zazzy Beats is the love of my life. Uh, dude who played Thomas Wayne made me want to beat the shit out of him. Bro. But he played the fuck out that role. Listen. My man, um, what's his name? Come on now. Robert De Niro? D did his thing. Hey, Him and Mark Maron. Let me, let me tell you real quick. So, I intentionally, okay, intentionally didn't watch not one trailer, didn't read not one story, not one review, nothing about the jerk movie. I said, I'm not doing it. There was too many people saying they liked it and they didn't like it. It was so split down the middle. I was like, no, I'm going to wait. And I saw that shit came on HBO a couple weeks. I said, oh, let's do this. I sat my black ass around this couch, clicked play, and just let it consume me. 
And boy, y'all niggas were wrong. That shit was fucking great. <laughs> the movie, no, the movie itself, I will never say, the movie was not bad. It was. What ruined it for me was people on Twitter trying to make it I, something they were, deeper. Yeah, they were saying like incels would use it to shoot some shit up and everything, use it to do this, that, and the third. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get that, but if you want to do that, you got to do it about everything. You have to do it about everything. Like, do I enjoy it? The, the movie was the, the movie was great. Listen. Joaquin Phoenix, once again, I that boy can act his ass off. I don't think there was a better... Because I was very hesitant, too, about a Joker origin story. But they hit that. They, that was a slam dunk. They did. And the whole mental illness thing, me, like him thinking he was with Zazzy, and I was like, oh, shit. And then she was never with him. I thought she was going to end up being like a Harley Quinn character. But no, they did it. Oh, man. Oh, no, man. It, it was a great movie. It was a slow It was a slow build up to. I have no was, problem with that. I don't either. I don't. And I, in this case, I liked it. I have no problem with the movie being a slow build if it's going to turn out the way it did. Yeah, the way that it turned. Real, yo. Do you want a sequel? I, I would like one. I would like one. They made Alfred look like an asshole in that movie, too. Yeah, they did. They absolutely did. Now, I could see how people were saying, oh, we just made a homicidal killer look like a sympathetic figure for most of the movie. I get it. They did an excellent job of that. But I think that's the purpose of some of yeah. these movies. Why? We just watched the Venom movie where he was the hero in it. I didn't watch that movie. I watched it. I, I, I'm 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 not big on, like I said earlier, I'm not big on villain standalones, just because I feel like for those villains, like for Venom, I need to see Spider Man. It had came on like Cinemax when I was in my old apartment. I was like, oh, I got nothing else to do. I watch Venom. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. But I just I can't see like just like the joke like the Joker movie. I waited. I said I'll just wait. Because I don't want to go and see it and it be bad. And then it's like, where was Batman? See, and you know what I do with these comic book movies now? Like I did. Remember when I used to tell you I used to watch uh, Gotham? I, I couldn't watch Gotham. I totally ignored everything about the comics and everything I had knew about Batman. And I just took it as this is basically fan fiction from when Bruce was a kid growing up. Because you have to do it like that. Because technically in the comics, you, you don't get Bruce in between all those years. You see the, what happened to his parents, and then he's Batman. Now, that's a good thing that Joker did do. They set up to... Yeah. Yes. Now, you don't get those moody years. So it's basically fan fiction because somebody's basically coming up with a story, and they have to use these villains in some way. Because you, you're not going to have a story about Batman growing up and not have villains in it. But it, they turn this show on his head by making it about Gordon instead of being completely about Bruce, which was cool to me. Now, you know how people say one day we just watched our last episode of Empire and that was it? Mm -hmm. That was how I did with Gotham. I missed one week and that was it. <laughs> I didn't watch another episode. You know what would be a good series for you to watch? And I just started watching them. What? The Chicago series on NBC. The PD, Fire, Med. Dog. I used to watch... Chicago PD with one of my uh, one of the exes. Charlotte's here watching it. I'll watch some of it with her. They're really good. They're no, they're I, they're great. I love the way they sort of entangle each. They do the crossover, yeah. But then they were doing the crossover with SVU too. They're gonna do. They're gonna do some more. No, they're they're great shows. They're actually Look, listen, really good. Listen, Dick Wolf is a crime show god. Yeah, he's he's a god. 
Yeah. And he should be respected as one. When it comes to a crime show on TV, if it don't say Dick Wolf on it, I don't want to watch it. He's a god. That FBI show is really good, too. Every show he's touched. It's just fucking amazing. And it could be the same damn story every season, and you still would sit there and watch it. Like That's like Shonda Rhimes is also a god. And all she does is kill all your favorite characters every fucking week. I'm going to say this now. Because I only watched like three episodes of Grey's Anatomy. All right. How to get away with murder is better. Nigga, I watched one episode of Grey's Anatomy and the shit made me cry. I'm never watching it again. And that was years ago. That was like 10 years ago. Viola Davis? Yeah, I heard she was fine. The shit just finished, right? It just stopped. I think, yeah, this is the last. That shit is fire. That's better than that. And uh, what's the one with our girl, Kara Washington? Um, you don't Scandal. Know. Yeah. I didn't watch that shit either. I watched a few episodes. I, I just wanted to see what it was about. I just wanted to see what the... You know, Twitter ruined Kerry Washington for me. Because they made fun of, like, her face. So now I can't unsee it. Unless the only way I can... The only thing I can watch with Kerry Washington in it is, uh, I think I love my wife. Who has an uglier cry? Kerry Washington or Viola Davis? Because you got Carrie showing the teeth, and then you got Viola with the snot cry. I'm I'm going to say Carrie because regular face Carrie looks better than Viola, in my opinion. And Viola's beautiful. I think Carrie just just better looking than Viola. But the drop off <laughs> because of the cry is more steep with Carrie than it is with Viola. And we probably sound like the most misogynistic fucking podcast ever right now. But that's just what it is. She, Carrie got like a straight, straight down drop. Viola is a little more gradual. Science, the more you know. Um, Carrie Washington cries like Trey songs. You know what? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yo, wait, wait. From that, what video was that? What video was it with Trey songs? (laughs) Was crying and he like ripped off his do rag. That's Carrie Washington. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. That's Kerry Washington. What? Wait. So is it is it is it better than Trey Songs or or better than Tyrese? Because what more do you want from me? It, it changed my whole opinion on. I Baby mean, Boy. it's not Lil Mama Tears, so. I still can't believe she walked on that damn stage. Still, yo, it's been still like holding that grudge. Dog, it's been like eleven years, and I still, I'm still young. Team, bitch, get off the stage. What are you doing? I was like, what's little mama doing on the stage? You're not in the song. What is she doing now? What is little mama? Doing? She was like, she just felt it was like a New York thing. Bitch, sit down. <laughs> How are you so close to the stage in the first place? Lip gloss got you front row seats to VMAs. Get the fuck out of here. You know what's crazy? That VMAs have changed so much that seat will go to like. A TikTok star. <laughs> you see how TikTok giving it up right now in these times? Dog, why are y'all surprised? TikTok doesn't even promote black people. <laughs> like, not in a, not in, a, uh, uh, for, in the same light that Vine did. For the longest time, I didn't even know black people were on TikTok because all I saw was TikToks of white people. I saw TikToks of white people acting like black people, and I said, "All right, I get it. I know who this is for." And y'all should have known. Y'all should have known how TikTok was giving up when we watched the All Star Weekend. And it was a whole bunch of white TikTok people there. Doing black people dances. How do you this is this is what I don't understand about these. Okay? <laughs> like the the writing's been on the wall. YouTube is one thing, okay? 
because YouTube, it's it. I mean, it's still microwave success, but it's hard to really like put out a product product to where you could become a star on YouTube. Okay. Twitter, if you got enough of a following to get a blue check mark, you pretty much got it made. Instagram, you get enough of a following, you can get endorsement deals and you can end up doing YouTube and other shit. TikTok only been around, I don't even think it's been out for a year now. Has it been out for a year now? I'll give it like a year and some change, yeah. How are you already a star? Dog, because kids eat From that. scratch. Kids are eating that shit up. That bugs me. It irritates me. I'm mad. Hey, okay. So look how fast Khaled blew up off of Snapchat. Now, we knew Khaled because Khaled was the person that was screaming on these records for since 2006. He was there with Rough Riders, wasn't he? No, it was Terror Squad. Yeah. Uh, so we knew Khaled like that, but that was only p- to hip-hop people. Khaled gets on Snapchat, and he fucking flies out the fucking stratosphere to the point where he's Khaled that we know him now. It, all it takes is uh, that one thing. Like I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm chilling. I'm chilling right here. I, if I don't know the name of a TikTok star, that's not gonna like break like, my heart. We don't, we don't know who Doja Cat is without that stupid ass "I'm a Cow" song. Oh, that song's still goddamn annoying. I had another ex that loved Doja Cat. Different ex. <laughs> and I looked at her like she was fucking retarded. No, I'm sorry, not retarded. Excuse me. Not that word. I looked at her like she was a fucking moron. She was like, you don't like Doja Cat? I said, bitch, don't ever ask me that question again. Um, we're good. Uh, we want to talk about the story with the YouTube couple that adopted a young Chinese kid who had autism and decided to rehome him, in their words. But that's cool. I'm, this is what y'all get for worshiping these bullshit-ass influencers on YouTube and shit. These motherfuckers are trash. They were sitting there crying about giving up the baby. Yeah, he's thriving now. And I'm like, wait, what? four-year-old that you adopted is thriving better? They said he, they, they have video on YouTube of them duct-taping his fingers because he was sucking his thumbs. And all of their other kids sucked their thumbs, and they didn't do that. Like, it was just it, it's just weird. Like, don't get a child for clout. Like, that's just stupid. But that doesn't need to... I'm Listen, sorry. That doesn't need to be said. Your, your random-ass influencer YouTube IG person is... Probably not adopting a child off of what Angelina Jolie is adopting a fucking child off of. If that if that's one chick I could say that I heard nothing bad about her adopting all these fucking multinational children, it's her ass. They look so happy. They all happy. They all love her to death. And Brad. Are they still married? No. Damn. I got an opening. Um... Speaking of which, makeup artists are now catching flag and, and, and other ones for not supporting black businesses and Black Lives Matter. You know, you know how it is. Um, although I saw, um, what's the name? Not Fashion Oprah. What's the other one? Pretty Little Things? I guess. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah I saw they were catching a whole lot of shit because they basically would, you know, take from the culture and not even say anything about it um yo chris rock said it everybody want to be a nigga till they gotta be a nigga that's it i haven't watched the um lance armstrong 
Oh, that's what I gotta watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna that wait. Too. I'm gonna wait on Sunday. I'm gonna watch both of them together because it's a two parter. Yeah. Because this was supposed to be what kicks off the thirty for thirty, and then the Michael Jordan shit was supposed to to wrap it up. Yeah, I seen a gif of Lance Armstrong flipping off the camera and saying "fuck you" mad yeah. times, and I was like, "Oh, this piqued my interest." Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, Lance was just giving it up. Oh, hang and, on the and, and and the first part is mild compared to what's gonna happen. Oh, bet. I'm with yeah, you. I'm so, with the shits. Uh, I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna watch both of those. Um, I can't really think of. I know they show trailers for the other thirty for thirties. I might watch the Bruce Lee one. Yeah, I'll probably check that out. I got another month of not working ahead of me, so yeah. So <laughs> just chill. Got time. That's about it. That's all we can uh, really talk about. I mean. Can't really go outside. I mean, we could, but uh, and just let, let you know, guys, I'm pretty sure I'm getting my haircut this week. I'm sick of this shit. You didn't want to risk it this past weekend? No, nah, I was gonna wait. Plus, I had too much to do this weekend. So, but uh, next week, yeah, it's it's happening. How are you gonna feel after that first cut? Uh, it's gonna feel like that first climax after a long dry spell sadly understood that um i was gonna ask i was gonna say <laughs> you should know <laughs> but i was like you know i'm not gonna give that i'm not gonna give it up like that today <laughs> but you go ahead go ahead cook okay yeah, yeah. but um, yeah i'm yeah I'm, I'm so excited well that's it um oh. this is episode one guys follow the podcast. uh follow the instagram at uh this ain't a podcast uh, follow the Twitter page at This Ain't a Pod. Website's getting built up now. Um, you can't listen to us um, basically anywhere you can hear podcasts, so that's good. Uh, try to make it so that you have versatility in that. Um, we will be here every Monday. So every Monday we'll be dropping a new episode, and um, usually we'll have a lot more topics. This is just. A little something, something, something. So, um, yeah, we'll be back here on Monday. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll have better news to tell you about certain situations that are going on in the country right now. Um, just prayers up for everybody involved. Prayers up to the girl in Toronto. Um, you didn't hear about that one, did you? Uh, allegedly, cops threw her off the roof and the news tried to cover it like she just fell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that shit. God yeah. damn. So, prayers up to her family up there in Canada. Um, if you're going to protest, man, you know, just be safe about it. Um, I ain't going to tell you how to give it up, really. Hey, do, do your, your thing, thing. Just be safe. Do your <laughs> thing. Just, you know, just don't harm nobody. Especially if you're in a wheelchair and you can walk, but you, you, you choose not to and you try to block off the... Oh, you haven't seen those. Oh, no, I did. And try to stab people. Yeah. And trying to stab the black folks to keep them inside the target. Hey, uh, and while we're on wheelchairs, I watched X-Men, uh, the last one. Why did you do that to yourself? I had, uh, there was nothing on TV. I just, it was there. You should have just watched the X-Men original. Oh, you, I don't know if you have Disney Plus or not. Oh, no, we do. You should have just watched the cartoon. I had to, I had to get out the way because I had already watched all the other ones. I had to finish. That's the same reason I watched Empire to the end. Bless your heart. What did you learn? I had to finish it. What did you learn? It was the dog. And then it was trash. And then it was like the movie, like, you know, I'll talk to you about this later. 
I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. But it was pretty fucking bad. I'm glad that Marvel got that shit now. But all right, we're out. D, you got anything else you want to uh, drop? Nah, man. If you want, follow me on Twitter. Exhibit underscore D-E-E. Same thing for Instagram. And you can follow me at Well Damn Spread on both Instagram and on Twitter. We will see y'all next week.